Hello. Greetings. I imagine uh, Schofield does a similar thing to Terrawatt, where he opens up like shipwide communications. Greetings, officers. (laughs) It is I, the greatest captain the horizon has ever known. (laughs) You're the only captain the horizon has ever known. Shut up! (laughs) You've been demoted. Acting Ensign Armstrong. <laughs> like the fall, the following officers have been demoted to Ensign Armstrong. Steve, that is all. And then you have to drop the- <laughs> that is all. Like, and it's while Steve is like currently in the room. or like yeah, in or, the in, room. Or, or at ten forward celebrating his birthday. <laughs> Why are you being so mean? Space, the thing we have to cross. These are the voyages of the USS Horizon. Its ongoing mission, to seek out new life, to swear it was on stun the whole time, and to boldly claim we can fix it. Welcome to the Terrible Warriors. I am your Game Master, Justin Eacock, uh, and we are returning to Star Trek Adventures. Uh, we wrapped up our last game, and what was going to just be like, oh, this is cool, let's do a one-shot, we're like, this is awesome, we've got we to see what happens next. So these are the continuing voyages of the crew of the USS Horizon, uh, and, uh, and their journey into the Shackleton Expanse and the stories that will happen. Rather than the last game, where I wrote my own story and and we played through that, which was the Deep Space Deadline uh, with the uh, the Bajorans and the Romulans and the Klingons and all that happening. Uh, this game that we're going to be playing going forward is the living campaign that Modiphius has printed. Uh, every month they've been sending me an email going, here's the next chapter in the living campaign. Play along and send us in your report. I'm like, well, why don't we just do this on the podcast and play along with everyone? These are released for free to the public. You can sign up right now at Modiphius's website out to the mailing list and they will start sending you these stories to play along. We are going to be playing in the same year, 2371. So this is a 24th century thread. But if that ain't your jam, the Living Campaign has two chapters for each chapter that they put out. One set in the 23rd century and one set in the 24th century. And they're both they're different stories, but they're both part of the same bigger picture. So you either play the prequel or you play the grand finale. But they're both happening in parallel to each other. And so we're not going to be playing the 23rd century story uh, on this show, uh, but if that's something that's interesting to you, that that's there. And a neat little bit to the character sheets. They have alternate 23rd century variants for the character sheets if you play in that one that look like the original series aesthetics. That's uh, just cute. Uh, I am uh, here at the table, but I'm not playing by myself because that would be awkward. Uh, I am returned here by uh, players old and new uh, here to the show. Uh, starting at my left, your right, our science officer. I am Velvet Duke of the Dandies. We do improvised Star Trek uh, comedy shows in Toronto. I am playing Lieutenant uh, Lassa Bow. Yep, uh, yeah. chief chief science officer of the USS Horizon. I am the Bajoran. Uh, I am the Bajoran connection on this ship. <laughs> and you have since uh, our last adventure, you have re- you remained on Deep Space Nine, and you were helping with the Pentakon. Several months have passed since our last story, and uh, the you you've been working with reintegrating uh, and helping out with the survivors from from the the, the Bajorans that you rescued. And and uh, now that that has completed, uh, you are returning to Earth uh, for transport to Narendra Station. Yes. And uh, unable to contain himself. Sorry. <laughs> something I'm just, is. Uh, I'm just sitting here thinking, like you know. I've heard certain circles where it's uh, it's pronounced Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the Swedish circle. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. It's okay, Ruel. Well, our uh, returning, our, our our commanding officer oh of the USS Horizon. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Doctor Terawatt. I am playing now, Captain Gavin Schofield. Yes, you've been promoted. I've been prom- promotion after the events of Deep Space Deadline. Uh, the Horizon has returned to Narendra Station for a refit and repair, and uh, you were brought back to Starfleet headquarters, where you met with the uh, with with uh, uh, an admiral uh, who uh, commended you for your service above and beyond. You saved those people. You saved those Klingons. You uh, sent the Tal Shiar running and uh, uh, well done Captain and you're like what and then they hand you a fourth pib <laughs> and, and uh, they put it on your uniform and and then, then of course if you're going to go He's out into the Shackleton Expanse you're getting them off into the great unknown uh, we uh, uh, a captain should be the first face they meet not a commander don't you agree and I like, do agree promoted have another fancy magnet. <laughs> so, Achievement unlocked. Uh, meanwhile, waiting at the hangar deck at Starfleet headquarters, who did not get promoted, uh, but is Ooh. still flying the ship and making sure everyone gets there on time, uh, uh, you are the one in charge of the runabout that will be returning uh, the newly minted captain and his chief medical officer to Narendra Station, uh, returning also to the show. Uh, Brent Morris from the uh, Showhole uh, Comedy Podcast. Uh, I am playing Ensign... Steve Armstrong, uh, he is the helmsman of the USS Horizon, and yeah. I am but an ensign and yeah. wanting to learn from all these wonderful uh, were you, people. Were you an ensign or were you lieutenant junior grade? No, I'm an ensign. Oh, you're an ensign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe there's a promotion coming for you, because the highest you can go is lieutenant junior grade, because you're a junior officer. Uh, so, uh, you know, you got you to gotta work for it. So I didn't. I actually thought you were a lieutenant. I'm sorry. That's you're, okay. You're definitely an That'd ensign. That would be cool, then I can use that JG thing. The, the junior uh-huh. grade, nope. JG. Ensign. Ensign Steve Armstrong. And uh, new to this show, uh, but not to to the game or to the hobby itself, uh, we have uh, uh, coming here. Uh, well, welcome, my name welcome is, to the Turbo uh, Wars. Thank you. My name is Joshua Barbeau. Uh, I'm an actor. Uh, and today I will be playing uh, Commander Connell Haddock. Uh, I'm at Connell with a K. Connell we don't want to be too confusing. Don't want to be too confusing. Connell with a K, Haddock with a C. You yeah. were like, I don't <laughs> want to be Connell. Like, we've already got a Steve on the show. Yeah. And, uh, yes. <laughs> so yes. We'll, we'll my, just make sure. Uh, my character uh, uh, had his last assignment abruptly end something like seven weeks ago. Yeah, uh, you might recall while you were dealing with the Tal Shiar, uh, with the Romulans, yeah. um, that... Uh, you were uh, recalled. Uh, the the Horizon couldn't respond to the rescue efforts because it was too badly damaged. But uh, the Enterprise <laughs> D had just gone down and uh, near the Armagosa sector. That's correct. And uh, and and it had crash landed. Thankfully, no one was killed in the crash. Uh, but. Um, uh, uh, there's now like a thousand crew members who all need reassignment. And, uh, uh, and newly promoted Commander Haddock, who used to be Lieutenant Commander Haddock while serving on the Enterprise. On the has, Enterprise? Uh, has, has, has been waiting for reassignment. Ooh, and, uh, and is now uh, uh, is heading to Narendra Station for reassignment along with everyone. They, they have a surplus of crew members right now. They got more crew than they got ships. They're like, well... Just wait. So he's been waiting for months for reassignment, and it's yeah. just sort of been a—it's been a little awkward. Well, I don't so. know how you did things over on the fancy Enterprise, <laughs> but on the Horizon, we do things differently, and that is, we do things by the seat of our pants <laughs> at random. With no consultation. Oh, that just so sounds like when you were working under Worf. That just sounds like every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds like every day <laughs> that, under Worf. That just sounds like a bad Geordi experiment. <laughs> this is like you're the Enterprise me, light. <laughs> you're telling me that my focus of 23rd century fisticuffs will come in handy? <laughs> 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 
Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. <coughs> Sounds good. It might. 23rd century fisticuffs? Com- yes. Commander Haddock. Uh, do you mind if I give a little introduction to your character now? Go for it. So yeah, uh, Commander Haddock was born on Earth, uh, grew up in San Francisco. Oh, fancy. Uh, his mother was an attache to uh, Starfleet, uh, the diplomatic corps, and his father was a, was a uh, uh, Beta Z uh, diplomat uh, stationed on Earth who met the attache and um, Zadi things happened. And, uh, <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, he just you know, uh, left back to Betazoid uh, for his arranged marriage. And, uh, and, and, else. And, and 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 got married to someone else because Betazoid's still a dude genetic matching arranged marriage uh, from yes. childbirth. So he took off and to go uh, with his like, real family mm-hmm. and uh, left uh, um, uh, uh, Miss Haddock <laughs> in in San Francisco to now raise a half Betazoid oh on God. Earth. By so herself. so like Peter Quinn or Peter Quill <laughs> of old, uh, rather than David Hasselhoff being your father figure, it was. Captain, Captain Kirk, Kirk was the <laughs> so imaginary father ho- figure that grew up watching all the hollow novels, reading all the great stories, and then in the academy you were part of like a holodeck bar brawl fight club where you yeah. went through all like <laughs> like in the same way that O'Brien and Bashir play through all of the great military defeats of history. Uh, Haddock goes through all the great bar brawls in history just on the holodeck, like flipping a table. How dare you slap? I command a duel and things like that. But also like the famous. <laughs> His bar fight uh, at uh, station K7 yes. with uh, Kirk and the Klingons with the Tribbles. I so love that. That's bar your fight. favorite. Just, you played that one a hundred times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm super jealous of my friend Worf who went back in time and was actually there. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Well, it's because going to. Uh, Because that was when <laughs> Worf was on the on Deep Space Nine. That happens True. in like True. a year's yes. time. Sorry, so, I don't know that. Strike yeah, the, that from the record. Tr- trouble, trouble with Tribbles. <laughs> Did you uh, <laughs> talk to uh, Captain Picard about his fight with the Nausicans and try and get some more tips? I did. Yeah. Sweet. I absolutely did. Nice. He doesn't. Kirk, Picard doesn't talk. You're about great that. at this. No, no you, Picard you, never talked to me when I was on board his ship. You gave him that one piece of advice: always fight with your heart. Yes. He took it too literally. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you ended up on deck twenty-three <laughs> for the last four years. <laughs> so. You feed this fish. Uh, so uh, only yeah. enough room for one half beta so, uh, on the bridge of the Enterprise. It a wasn't lot. Me. A lot of your. Yeah, they already they already checked off that. Token, yeah. just, you know, the 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 the, uh, the uh, uh, affirmative <laughs> yeah. action uh, employing Cat- full Klingon, full human, half of something else. Betazoid, yeah, sure. artificial life form. We got the we got the uh, the the ableism covered here with Jordy. We're good. We're good, everyone. You it's all a go diversity hire. So, the, uh, uh, so uh, Lieutenant Commander Haddock on the Enterprise. Uh, you were you were actually working uh, with um, uh, uh, on the. You were your command track, but you were we were working. I worked with Worf, down in the lower decks. You weren't doing a whole lot of decks, uh, yeah. other stuff. Uh, but you've also got because of uh, of your upbringing, you've got a lot of uh, skills that would have made you a damn good counselor if you had decided to go down the medical track instead and and been a ship's counselor. But mm-hmm. you just like hitting things too much. So someone has daddy so, issues. So you got in, you got into the command track, but a lot of your talents and uh, are tied into teamwork, collaboration, and advisors. And a lot of your focuses are, are varied. Uh, mm. uh, Covering both uh, diplomacy and counseling, as well cowboy as diplomacy. cowboy diplomacy, is like a <laughs> specific focus. focus. Not just not just regular diplomacy, but cowboy diplomacy. Oh my and god! So <laughs> you had a lot of fun on the Kobayashi Maru test. Oh yes, yeah, that was. <laughs> oh yes, unfortunately, um, 
when I cheated on it, they didn't award accommodation for original thinking because it wasn't it original. It wasn't original at that point. <laughs> However, <laughs> you still picked up the value. I also don't, don't believe in the no-win <laughs> no scenario. scenario. That's true. So you're just a... You're, you're a you're, yeah, you're a fan. Uh, you're, you're a fan. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, and then uh, also to the show, uh, uh, new to the... Sh- well, not new to the Terrible Warriors, new to this campaign, back for his second appearance uh, for yeah. our Patreon reward program. Uh, welcome back, Andrew Rempel. It's great to be back. Uh, last time you were on the show, it was our Ravenloft game. You played Chad Bobson, and you... Oh, Grandmaster uh, Chad. Grandmaster <laughs> Chad, who flubbed almost every role he made in the game, and then was uh, petrified and shattered. First cursed by a bat that would turn your skull into a, like a, a bat. fire bat. Yeah. And, then, and then the other one... And then, and then immediately petrified by a Medusa, uh, and turned to stone, and where you just died. Like immediate, and, <laughs> immediate death. Yeah. It was like, welcome to the team. Hey, it's who, great to be here. We haven't, we haven't returned like, to the game, but I like to think that there was still that scene where the, the, the statue began to shake, and then the head exploded, and the bat went out anyways. <laughs> so now it's just this headless statue plinth with this bat that we which, now renamed Volsar running through the skies, terrorizing everybody. Which, though, the headless statue was repurposed and put in the middle of a town square, so Chad Bobson became, like, a local legend hero. Yeah, 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 to, exactly. To the, the Hamlet of Bobson. Yeah, the Hamlet of Bobson. And the Hamlet of Bobson, where, like... Son of Bob. Where everyone dresses up, like... It's like the headless horseman now. Headless that, horseman. Yeah. Like yeah. they all like they like to think that he was just a headless hero that went around. Like he he didn't even have a head. Look how much he accomplished. The, the mothers <laughs> will yell at the kids in, in the town of Boston. So yeah, Gary, <laughs> get a job. So. Uh, but you're back. You're not going to be playing Chad Bobson, but you are playing a character we've already made. In the last adventure, one of our support characters was Chief Medical Officer Doctor Rempel, and. <laughs> Uh, rather than make a new character, you were on board with also playing that support character. So you and I went through and extrapolated the stats we had already written down and it, and leveled them up to full player character status. So yeah, um, yeah. Rather than playing the uh, playing a character with that has someone else's name, I'm playing my own. Um, <laughs> so this this oh, this is going to be interesting. Certainly, I'm playing Chief Medical Officer Rumple. Um, I don't guess first name Volsar. That uh, I'm. Well, I'm a Tellerite. Yes. I don't. What's Tellerite again? They're the ones with the big like, nostrils. And they're angry, rude. They're just mean yeah. all the time. Arguing is yeah. is a sport on Tellerite Prime. Really? Yes. <sighs> a national sport. <laughs> this is why I played him so aggressively when we did the game, where he was always kind of like not passive. Because the thing is, the Tellerites see passive aggression as at times insult, uh, like 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 really like they prefer like deadly overt. Insult. They prefer overt honesty, especially if it's insulting. Because if it's not insulting, it can't be truthful. Uh, so they don't they don't tend to like no like you're an idiot, sir. Just <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and, and and they and they see that forthrightness as um, uh, something to be modeled after. Uh, they uh, they they tend to be argumentative, uh, but uh, also quite sure of themselves. So part of the fact that they're always arguing means they're also always researching, so they always have the right answers. So they really do. They don't believe so much in straw man arguments as researching your topic so you can properly like understand what you're arguing and argue for it properly. And uh, so anyway, so so uh, the, a Tellerite doctor uh, is an interesting combination for bedside manner 
sure, um, <laughs> which is probably why they assigned you to your ship, Captain Schofield, is because we all know that captains make the worst patients. Yeah. So they put someone who can like keep you in check. <laughs> Take your right. pills. I'm, <laughs> not Picard, but so, fine. So like basically like Dr. House. Yes. Yeah, if that's how you'd like to go for it. Dr. House with a lot more nostrils and facial hair. So, <laughs> and, and, uh, take, take House and give him 50% more nostrils. So we put you in. Uh, you, were, uh, you were also born on your home world. You grew up on Teller Prime, so you're definitely part of that argument competitive culture. You've got your favorite argument debate teams. Uh, like, like, debate class is a pro sport. On Teller Prime, yeah. and so uh, yeah. uh, and you um, you've ha- you've got focuses in neurochemistry and psychiatry and metaphysics, which were the things that we put in a support character. But then we added in galactic politics as another focus of yours. We threw in one of your career uh, uh, highlights before you came to serve on the Horizon was uh, you were part of a delegation on your previous uh, crew that was uh, uh, part of the Cardassian diplomacy talks uh, five to ten years ago that redrew the border and the demilitarized zone between the Federation and. Cardassian space. This, of course, uh, uh, for everyone else, led to, <laughs> among other things, the creation of the Maquis, and uh, and a number of Federation worlds ended up on Cardassian space, and a number of Cardassian worlds that ended up on Federation space. So it made sense to me that a Tellarite was part of that discussion, because <laughs> they would have known that the bigger picture is more important, that peace was more important than a handful of planets staying in our territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a hard-won peace, and no one got what they wanted out of that the, the new borders, but the Cardassians needed peace because their economy was collapsing, and Federation needed peace because they're not uh, a war machine. And so, uh, so they believe. Not so, yet. so they believe. So, uh, uh, after that, uh, you were then promoted uh, uh, to chief medical officer on the Horizon, uh, and uh, and you've been serving there ever since. You are also on Earth, uh, Doctor Rempel. Uh, after the events of Deep Space Impact, uh, your in, not—I mean, you weren't part of it, but you, your character was. Uh, uh, your scans on the Bajoran prisoners of war and their manipulation by the Romulan Tal Shiar and their minds being wiped and repurposed and the tor- you got a lot of scans now and a lot of up-to-date information on what the Romulans are doing uh, uh, with their plans. So, so you have been at uh, Starfleet headquarters this whole time with Starfleet Intelligence, uh, handing over mm-hmm. your notes and your medical records and being debriefed by, uh, by Starfleet Intelligence on, uh, uh, f- as they learn more about what, what, it, what the Romulans are up to because there's still very real concerns that a war with the Dominion is inevitable. And so, uh, you know, the last thing they need is the Romulans to come around and start uh, kicking up uh, dust into the air uh, and making things more complicated. They need stability in the Alpha and Beta quadrants uh, so they can deal with um, the real uh, the real threat that's coming their way. Spoilers, it is inevitable. <laughs> yeah, well, and at this point, uh, Cisco and the Defiant have returned uh, a few months ago with news of the founders and their identity being changelings. Uh, they have now learned more like what the Dominion's motives are. And uh, yeah, I mean, in the chronology of the show, we are... Um, uh, we're months away from war with the Klingons and then after that, war with the Dominion. So uh, that said, in a bid to try and keep the peace at Narendra Station is why the Klingons are there as a joint task force. If we keep working together, we're not fighting each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like... We're not. We're not. What was, it, what was the line that that the admiral gave in Discovery? If we're fighting, we're not talking. Yeah. So that's the whole idea of Narendra Station. Is there are those within the Klingon High Council that would like to see peace with the Federation because it's good for everyone. And so rather than just looking like cowards, there's work to be done against the Romulans.
islands with Narendra and to find materials to build up and build new ships to be able to be ready for the Dominion. And that's why Narendra is so important right now in keeping this. Is it's the it's it's a, it's a thumb being held into a dam uh, a breach in the dam that if Narendra doesn't work out. It could lead to a dissolving of the Kittimer Accords and 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 conflict with the with the Klingons. Things are getting dicey. Roughly half of, of yeah. this is going over your head. <laughs> yeah, I'm it sorry. just helps me Warp keep track of stuff. Okay, That's cool. why you but have people beneath you. I guess. You I guess. Again, <laughs> what, what, what's important to know: Narendra is important to stability in in the quadrant yeah. and to peace with these two two groups. There we go. And so uh, so that was all happening. Uh, you've you've all been on Earth. You've you you, you arrive at uh, uh, to the uh, to the run uh, to the runabout Humber, and uh, uh, where uh, uh, your pilot uh, Steve Armstrong is waiting, and 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 you depart Earth uh, en route to Narendra Station. Um, the, I, I, as I explained earlier in our in our pregame briefing, uh, which our Patreon supporters can hear, uh, the uh, uh, the runabout is set up for um, uh, uh, living quarters. So you, the five of you, all have your own private like room and bunk. It's not big. It's you know think of like one of those hotel pods, and and then a general living area with uh, like a conference table and you know uh, screens and consoles and replicators and all that kind of nice couch some plants because it's TNG era so you got like the purple carpet and the plants everywhere and uh, space Xbox sure or maybe like one of those little holographic uh, 3D chess sets exactly, on the table yeah, yeah we, can, we can mix IPs that works <laughs> And you've got Commander Haddock is on board as a passenger, and uh, you're like the, the odd fish out because everyone else is a member of the Horizon, and you're the only one who's not assigned to to a ship. Um, and uh, uh, I'm just going to keep talking as we get closer to the beginning of this episode. But if you if you all want to meet each other, I'm happy to yeah. play it out. We're on the Fun V, aren't we? Uh, yes, that's that's what you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a, it's a runabout on loan from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> so so don't don't scratch the paint, Captain. They want it returned. Hey. This is <laughs> Considering the amount of shit that I did in a galaxy class ship, it's a milk runner, right? Like it's it just only took that much damage. I think we can manage a runabout. You took three points of structural damage to your ship. Yes, that, I did. <laughs> that, is that, a that, lot? that is hull breaches. I didn't have to launch the disc. He went and I to didn't warp while being pulled into the gravitational well of a black hole. So he so, did what they tried to do in that Star Trek movie yeah, yeah. by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not moving to the next letter, so I think we're pretty good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that considering the shit that we had to deal with, we did pretty good. Steve Saylor's uh, Adam Monroe was out there with a caulking gun, just like filling <laughs> in all the cracks on the outside hole, going. <laughs> well, he's been in an EV suit for the last three months. <laughs> he's got a beard now. <laughs> the EV suit has a beard now. <laughs> Um, Fuck. Well, as 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 the newcomer on board, uh, before I engage these fellows in conversation, what does my empathy tell me about the emotional state of oh these God. people on board? Uh, I mean, they're all uh, actually uh, empathy is a specific um, empath. Uh, it's written on your sheet here. <coughs> yes, I've got it right here. It says that I know... It says the I emotions. Uh, you cannot choose a sense. It may require a task to put the emotions specifically into... Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to put it up to a task. Everyone's kind of at ease, right? Like, you yeah. guys can just share your emotions. No one's, no one's hiding stuff. Um, uh, uh, you've all... Uh, uh, you've had some downtime now. It's 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 like I said. It's been it's been several weeks since uh, th- since the last episode, and uh, and um, you know the, the you, you it was a mission success. It was it got pretty stressful, but no one's 
no one's no one's at odds, uh, and so you're all they're all feeling. I mean, you're all Starfleet officers. This isn't the first time you've been on a bus with someone you don't know. So it's, uh, it's uh, you're all you're all heading back to. If anything, there's an excitement to get back to the mission, uh, to to get back to work and to really you know boldly go and and get back to your. Uh, uh, to your ongoing mission to to get out into the Shackleton Expanse and really discover some new worlds. Gotta go explosive. We literally just dipped our toe in the Shackleton Expanse yeah. and got caught up on like an intergalactic <laughs> like sleeper agent fucking wackaloo. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Imagine once we put our whole foot in. Yeah, imagine yeah. when you actually go swimming, what that's <laughs> going like, to be like. Let's go check it. We literally, like, take one step and just into a brick wall. <laughs> like, what the fuck? In space. A brick wall in space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so there's a bit of, uh, well, that was Q, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, there's yeah, a bit cute. of, um, yeah, I mean, there's some frustrations. They haven't really started their mission yet, and and, and but but everyone's at ease, and, and you're all sitting around. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, uh, Armstrong, you're up there. You've rec- you receive uh, as as you're heading uh, now. Uh, uh, you, you've been at this for a few days, uh, and and on your way to Narendra Station, you receive a uh, a distress signal uh, on uh, uh, coming in uh, on your shortwave sensors uh, from a nearby planet of Xerxes Four, uh, and. Uh, uh, the stress signal is it's an uninhabited Class M planet. This all shows up on your screen. Uh, that contains no sentient life except for uh, a Federation science team uh, that's been assigned there. Um, the distress signal is just a rep- it's just a general SOS. There's no information given. It's just like a beacon has been put up. Boop, 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 boop. SOS distress. Um, no more information given other than the context that the computer is able to automatically bring up that just says uninhabited class M planet Xerxes IV, uh, uh, one uh, Federation science team assigned to the planet, and then distress, distress, distress. Um, it just came into range as you were coming near Xerxes IV, which means it's not a lot of power. No one else might be hearing this. And uh, that means you, at this, you're likely the only ones nearby that know what's going on. Um, and uh, oh and so 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 you, 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 it offers no other information other than that uh, like the station there is there's there. a distress cool. signal and and we're the only people that could hear this message just ignore <laughs> so uh, we can forward it to Starfleet I mean I'm just, yeah. I'm just we can press the forward so button so you bring everyone up into the command okay. area of the ship and and so there's like there's there's stations Captain. at the front for two uh, your con is at. Your con's at two. Your con's at four, right, uh, uh, Armstrong? My and con is four. Con. Yeah, your con is four. <laughs> and uh, what's everyone else's con stats? Three. Yours three? One. Uh, one, and uh, uh, Schofield, what's your con uh, discipline? One. One? Okay, great. So, actually, lastly, you take the co-pilot uh, 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 seat um, uh, 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 next to... Uh, or uh, uh, yep. ops. You take yes. ops. And uh, so you're... Uh, oh, wait, no. Ops should be engineering. Who has the highest engineering stat out of this group? Uh, not not including Armstrong. Armstrong's got the height, so he's in he's in the con position. Uh, Captain got, Luke is at five. You got you got uh, what's uh, I'm at two. You're at engineering two. Uh, Schofield, you're at engineering five. <laughs> and <laughs> really? Yeah. And your command is at four. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh. okay. Okay, so that's cool. So and then you're there's, there's use for this yeah, because so I can share my command. And you're with engineering. Him. You're engineering. Okay, great. So Schofield, you take ops. Uh, so you're at the ops position on the ship, and you're you're at, you're at the pilot position, Armstrong, and the, everyone else, uh, uh, Rempel, Bo, uh, uh, Bo, and uh, and Haddock, uh, you're just in passenger seats uh, up on the command area uh, as uh, Armstrong has called you up, 
you've received a distress signal, and uh, um, as you are moving into the planet, and uh, the uh, uh, as you as you guide the runabout towards the the planet's surface, uh, and you're coming down, um, you uh, you didn't pick it up on sensors before, but a violent ion storm begins to overload the systems on the ship as you oh, come into the atmosphere. Shit. And we should let someone as, know where we're going as you enter we in, disappear. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, can we send a subspace like, message? No, nope. uh, it's fine. You're you're gonna you, you would have been out of range anyways, and so the uh, uh, the as you as you descend into the planet's surface, uh, you're caught up in a violent ion storm that immediately knocks out the navigation on your system. So all the screens are going flickering. It's black okay. Forth. This is not and, the first time I've been on. Uh, yeah, where vessel. this episode, where this where this episode really begins now <laughs> Sorry, is uh, after the uh, the opening credits. Is uh, with just like not again. <laughs> <laughs> with, with systems Sorry, failing, with the PTSD, <laughs> and the planet's surface rising quickly towards you. The situation is grim. Yeah, um, I should have named my character Jonah. <laughs> uh, this comes down to Steve Armstrong, our pilot, and whoever's at the ops station to assist this role. Uh, you're going to be starting immediately with a uh, daring or a control plus con task. Uh, you know, as a as a pilot how difficult this is. It's a difficulty of two. So you're going to be rolling for at least two successes on your die, um, uh, which uh, will help you to regain control of the ship and and bring it into a controlled landing. Um, the rest of us can't assist. The, yeah? uh, the only other person, because there's only two consoles in the runabout, the only person who can assist is the person who's at ops, which we've already assigned this person with the best engineering skill, and it's the same deal. It's control plus engineering, and your job is to, or uh, likewise, you can use reason and science. Your goal is to either restore the systems of the ship or to plot ahead into uh, finding the best location to land in the ion storm. So you're looking through the sensors. Yeah. So you can roll either control and engineering or reason and science. I'll do control and engineering, try and get the the ship back more functional as we're as we're on our way down here. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I do that again? Because it's it's control yeah. plus engineering, and then I roll a d twenty and try to get under that number. Yeah. So the first here is we'll we'll we'll, let this, we'll, we'll put in the assist roll here. So you roll two uh, you roll two d twenties, and you're adding your numbers together. Uh, what was what's control and engineering? Uh, it comes to fifteen. So you're rolling under fifteen. Okay. And if you roll, what is your engineering stat? Five. Five and your focuses. One's your one, one of your focuses deals with piloting, doesn't it? Uh, evasive action. Yeah, so we can use that focus. So if you roll anything between one and five, that's an advantage. Okay. You immediately get a success on that. All right. Like, like a like a critical success. Yeah. Uh, so what did you roll on your two dice? I rolled an eight and a fifteen. You rolled an eight and a fifteen. So you get two successes. Uh, one success. So you get one success creates the advantage of the systems have been stabilized. So you're, you're, you, you get a, a, your difficulty is actually going to drop by one. As, as systems begin to turn back up on the ship, you, you're able to work the controls easier. You also get a momentum that you can immediately spend now to look into um, a better place to land the ship. As, as, as things are coming on board, you're able to see like a readout of, of, of the ground. And, and so you can spend this momentum now. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, for, let's see for if we a can better location. Just- 
quickly. Crashing is bad, landing is good. So now we head over to uh, our, our pilot, who's the one. So you're getting, your systems are coming on board, and you're getting a, 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 a coordinate to bring the ship down. We're not crashing, we're falling with style. <laughs> and, <laughs> Today and, is not a and good Armstrong's day Armstrong's going to roll a, uh, you get to choose. Do you want to do a more daring maneuver, or use your control stat? Depending on what you have, you can you can just pick the daring. better one between the two. Come My on. daring is ten. Ensign so Armstrong. And con is four, so... So that's a 14. Yeah, so, so that's two... So roll two d20s, and if you have a focus that you can, uh, you can work, you can uh, you can um, bring in a third dice? Uh, I, I do not, unless team dynamics can come in <laughs> handy here. I don't have any pilot focuses to crash my together. pilot. No, 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 exactly. You're, 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 you're out of your depth. Whatever, so, our captain's an engineer. He's brought, he's brought, he's, he's, he's he brought, can fix whatever we, we crash break. as a team. It's fine. You, you've got the difficulty was lowered. There and we go. In the six, nice. So you, uh, that's great. So you, you do get the, the success you need and you get another momentum here that you all, carefully there's a hole in the center of the table. You can just hold on to that momentum and you can spend Sweet. that as things are going down. It's just a uh, momentum, Josh and Andrew, is uh, a currency in the game that can be spent to uh, gain information from the GM if you ever want to ask me a question or to act as uh, to purchase dice. Uh, the first die is one, the second dice is three, the f- fourth dice is five. Or, yeah. or, or like it increases uh, uh, in, 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 in how you purchase the dice. Uh, we right. will refer to the rules to make sure the currency is being done right. Um, but anyway, so you got stuff added to your pool. I have... Um, Ten at the start of this game uh, in threat, which is exactly <laughs> like momentum, but uh, but for the game master, uh, representing two for each player. Um, Damn. But if you don't have momentum and you want to do a momentum spend, can you can purchase it through threat. You can give me threat. To well, that's use. cool. So when you're out of momentum, you can still keep taking the benefits of that. You're just giving me make it hard instead. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, you, uh, uh, the, the, the ship is coming down, uh, but because of the work of the crew, you're, you're, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to come in hard. Uh, yeah. no one's getting hurt, but the, the ship is, is coming down. There's no clear area. This is, I wasn't it, able to find anything. For, you're coming into a mountain region with ravines oh. and trees and there's no, there's no like open fields here. Uh, and as the ship comes in, it, it you're, 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 the ion storm is still clouding your sensors, but things are turning on. You've got more control, but as you're coming in, the, the, the runabout smashes into one wall and then the cell Brace bounces up and then you're coming through and you're going through like, like Pinball. a cavern here, right? Like, uh, uh, as you're coming down, Pull up, Red everyone's Red. shaking around and, uh, and, uh, you, uh, uh, but because of that, I don't actually have to roll for anyone to get hurt because the two of you did well enough that you avoided any <laughs> any serious damage uh, among the crew. But the uh, but then if you know, again a TV show now goes like wide angle outside like, <laughs> into into a, like a tree of rocks. And like a tree just, of rocks. I can just see. I can just see. It's just like hang on, and they like pushing buttons, and the systems start coming on. It's like I'm going to check the maps to find a place to land. It's just mountains come up on the things like. <laughs> And then you see the blam into a mountain. Yeah, but not that you, you. You don't actually go into the mountains, though. You're able to navigate a path through one of the ravines, and yeah. because you know the pilot was able to figure it out, you I follow. You follow the waypoints, <laughs> and then you hit all the Star Fox gates. Yeah, and you do a barrel roll, oh, yeah. and uh, but you're still smashing off the walls. And one of the ne- 
cells uh, 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 blows out, and you, you're losing more power now as you know inertial dampeners are starting to fail, and you know shields are down, and the ion storm is continuing to break. And then you, you're able to pass through the ravine out the other side of the mountain range, and then into uh, a wooded area instead of into the rocks <laughs> yeah. that you would have hit into uh, because like the clouds just kind of part, just like mountains. <laughs> shit, yeah. It's like oh. shit, shit, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you come in, and it's not a soft landing, <laughs> but it's also not a mountain. It's, so it's, yeah. Softer than the side of a fucking um, mountain. You you hit the oh. ground and ev- like consoles blow out and 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 uh, the, the, all the airbags deploy and the runabout is 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 disabled. But uh, you guys, you look around. It's like is everyone okay? No one's no one's been injured. No one's been knocked out. You're somehow still in your seats without the seatbelts on. Uh, but uh, but but the the the, the uh, as you look down, as soon as everyone comes to a rest, everything in the ship just goes dead. Everything's just. just <laughs> It's like if this was like the cartoon jalopy car. All the tires go all flat the, and it just goes to sleep. The fucking engine out. falls out. <laughs> My 3D chess save game. No. <laughs> so, actually, that, that went better than it could have. The successes were all, like, you all rolled perfect round of successes. So, uh, you know, one of them was just going to have, like, the side of the ship get pulled out. And then I was going to roll to see if someone got ejected, right? And no, <laughs> no none of that none of that happened. So it's just like, you know that scene in Lost where the, 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 the whole ship breaks up? People are just getting sucked out? Yeah. <sighs> oh, well. So I don't need to <laughs> use time. my emergency response today. <laughs> that might, that's definitely going to come in on, on this story. So you didn't get the opportunity to kill Volsar in the first five <laughs> seconds of the cutscene. <laughs> Believe me, the thought had occurred. (laughs) The top of the fucking runabout falls open and Volsar, you're sucked into the side of a mountain. Fuck! (laughs) Thanks for paying. So you're sitting around, you're you're still inside the runabout, but power is out. The only way to exit the runabout will be uh, to uh, blow the emergency hatch. Um, and uh, uh, this is—it's a Class M planet, so you don't have to worry about. Uh, uh, it means it's a breathe for for Connell and for those who are new to Star Trek. I think uh, Andrew, you're new to Star Trek too, right? Yep. Yeah. So a Class M planet is Earth. Uh, it's it's okay. a breathable atmosphere. Not every Class M planet is like Earth. Some are more uh, inhospitable than others, but it's it's a breathable atmosphere with a standard level of gravity and uh, a temperature. Like you can you can walk around on a Class M planet without additional protection. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about depressurizing and, that is and, and, and having your eyes boiled handy. out. Um, so the uh, so so the <laughs> ship is is unresponsive. Um, you know uh, Schofield as an engineering background that uh, you're gonna have to get a look at the uh, the 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 state of the ship from the outside yep. to see what kind of damage you had. Uh, and of course you've got the distress signal from the from the the the, uh, the science station. Inside the runabout uh, with the ion storm moving about, it's hard to tell. Um, you can't get a real look on your tricorders, but you'd be able to outside uh, and see how far you are from uh, from that science station. Is our uh, black box transmitting? Uh, no, the ship is dead. All systems are down. Uh, ion storms tend to do that. This is like getting hit with an electromagnetic pulse. Um, yeah, it's just it's fried your onboard systems. Um, well, so let's uh, let's pop the hood and have a look. And <laughs> that might have been what the distress signal was all about. So. <laughs> Warning: ion storm. <laughs> ion storms happen 
fast and without warning <laughs> and are a trope. We should probably Trek. send a message to make sure people know where we are. Calm system shuts off. Ah, oh, peace. <laughs> they did have your flight path, though. Yeah. If things go real wrong, they'll know where you were going and they'll, like, you weren't deviating from your flight path when you got this distress signal. And then so. they'll come out to find us and also crash. <laughs> How many days away were we due to arrive at, uh... Uh, you were what well, we, we we had we had said it was about a week or two to get to the, so uh, Earth so yeah I would say you're about two days trip from Narendra so, so they're not expecting two days they're not expecting long. you for another forty eight hours so <laughs> great cool uh, all right you're inside the the, the, the runabout and uh, I I've, I've sort of set the situation how would you like to what would you like to do uh, Captain my systems are dead uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna get much more use out of this runabout. Captain, what would you... Yeah. You're, you're in- well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check the damage to see if there's anything I can salvage out of the ship. Okay. So like anything that will mean blowing out the emergency hatch, which is they have like charges and they, they'll yeah. blow out the door. <sighs> yeah, no, exactly. We know this is class M though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once we blow out the door, yeah, a- we're not going back into this ship, are we? Well, you'll have to... If you repair the systems to the ship, you'll be able to bring up You'll be able to either repair the doors or get the system, or even replicate the materials necessary. If you can restore power, you do have uh, replicators on board. You can you can and I can't those do all that from the inside. No, this so. is this is yeah. this is like we've seen enough shuttle crashes in Star Trek to know that that's just what happens is you blow out the emergency hatch. <laughs> you just you're kicking the window out, right? <laughs> that's how you're. Yeah, but we know we know that it's a breathable atmosphere and everything out there. We're not gonna like. Yeah, I, I managed. <laughs> no to one's s- gonna freak out if I push that button. And be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, no, I managed to figure out that it was Class M before uh, everything went dead on my console. How is everyone doing? Uh, yeah, emotionally. Yeah. God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. How I'm are you an doing? empath. Uh, oh, 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 Rumple is very much annoyed at this new situation that the uh, the the pilot didn't take the time to scan to make sure it was going to be a safe landing. We didn't crash. So, uh, well, Mid crash. Oh well, we didn't crash into that mountain. He's, that was he's just kind of grumbling right now. All right, all right, okay. Well, ta- I he's say being a Telarite. Yeah. I uh, say to Rumble, made... we can argue about this later. Okay. At the, at, the, at the same time, he's also probably got his tricord out, just making sure everyone's okay after the landing. Like and, everything and turned, like it would seemed okay. The good news is, uh, as, as, as rough as the landing was to the runabout, uh, the people inside are doing fine. I mean, it's it's just minor scratches and bruises. No one is hurt. No one's taking any stress damage. Uh, so you're. It, this is you know it's, uh, all things considered pretty good um so anyway <laughs> I welcome see, i could just see him in the back there with his tricorder grumpily looking at people and you're like dude i'm fine and he's like how about i be the fucking doctor and <laughs> you do your job Schofield, <laughs> you're gonna blow i don't the come hatch to your crash the... site until you had a crash <laughs> Schofield, you'll be the first to blow out the hatch and exit the yeah, runabout. I'll, I'll blow out the hatch and i'll and i will step out of the ship uh in a heroic and adventurous pose as you exit Look the around. damaged <laughs> runabout uh to to, to to reconnoiter your surroundings. As soon as you exit the runabout, uh, amongst the wind and the distant lightning, uh, you hear strange grunts and shrieks. Uh, I, am, uh, I immediately regret blowing out the head. As, as you stand out there in your heroic pose, you see uh, a perimeter around the crash site. A group of strange Neanderthal humanoids surround the runabout. This is that episode. As you stand out in your own, you start hearing uh, bings coming off the sides of the walls of the runabout as they begin to throw rocks. And oh man, I fire a warning shot for my phaser. Let me finish the description. <laughs> it's you. Raising clubs above their heads, threatening me. 
All of your attackers wear tattered remnants of Federation issue uniforms that a science team may wear. And it appears that one of the creatures wields a phaser, although it doesn't appear to know how to fire it accurately yet. So around you, there are five. There are five standing around. The two, four of them are the ones throwing rocks and have makeshift clubs. Okay. One of them's holding a phaser, but it's just like holding and like swinging it around like it's a club. Okay. And has, it doesn't seem to appear. And they're wearing the tattered remnants of what appear to be science department Federation uniforms. All right. So Can my I- immediate assessment is that these things have found and eaten the previous crew <laughs> that crashed on this planet. And so it is my job then to establish myself as a quote-unquote god amongst their religion instead <laughs> of food <laughs> by shooting my phaser above their head in a shut-the-fuck-up kind of motion. As a GM, the meta quality of this is to, we didn't do this in the last adventure. We are doing a combat encounter. So oh no. we're actually going to go turn by turn. Nice. Four of you are inside the runabout, which is currently granting you four cover of dice. Because now that the door has been blown open, it's partial cover. And uh, you hear, like, the rain of rocks coming in, but some of them are able to get the rocks through the door. You are outside the runabout and are under no cover. This area has three zones. Inside the runabout, granting you partial cover. The area around the runabout that grants no cover, the crash site, and then the tree line that the Neanderthals are standing in that will grant you partial cover and even a potential path to escape. Um, we will go through, unlike D&D, there's the, the, the initiative order goes you players and then me. And, we, and, and, and we, we alternate. And you can go in any order that you want to as a team. But after a player goes, then an NPC will go, then a player will go. And then if when all the players are done, if there's still more NPCs, I'll finish out my round, and then you all get your second turn. Well, looks like those physicals like right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And right, uh, right in, away. <laughs> in each turn, you get um, as many different minor actions, uh, which involve, uh, like, you can, um, uh, you, you all are equipped with uh, Type 2 phasers, tricorders, yep. and comm badges. I also um, have a mechleth. Other other things, that will be, in this case, it's not on your body, it's in your personal effects, the back of the runabout, so you'll have to spend a in round to go and, yes. and, 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 and and get the what opportunity the for that? it. A, me- a mechleth is a ceremonial Klingon one-handed Dang. blade. Yeah. I also served on board a Klingon ship for a while. As oh. part he was, of the I bet that one crashed, He was part of a Klingon <laughs> exchange program. Well, excuse me, Commander Mary Sue. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, I was going to replace Steve Saylor with a new character, I was going to make sure I was going to replace one Mary Sue with another. So, uh, <laughs> Steve Sailor and Mary Sue. In, in yeah, combat, yeah. so you have a number of he was Turbo Jordy. rules to to <laughs> use that um, uh, you basically you get uh, uh, minor actions and, and, and one major move that is a, a, a dice roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can either be a, a task that you want to do that is up to you to decide how you want to accomplish it, or 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 uh, fighting uh, uh, with the NPCs, uh, uh, returning fire or whatever reasons. I mean, your phasers can be set to stun. That you don't have to use lethal action. Don't have uh, to. So the, uh, <laughs> but you know but you can you can to. roll for that. And so each player will get a turn, and it can happen in any order that you want. And sometimes you can look at like if some players have higher stats, they can generate momentum to help out the players that aren't as combat-oriented to use that momentum in their moves, mm-hmm. right? So you can definitely plan strategically in that way because you're trained Starfleet officers. You can, you can communicate in that with, with even just eyes and nods. You don't even need to say anything. Like, that's just part of your emergency training. Um, so My phasers definitely set the sun. That said, Schofield's the one who's standing at the door, so Hooray. I might let you 
people are throwing rocks at you, and you're like, ah, ah, nothing like that. None of them hit you yet, but they're going to get a turn right after the next player. Okay. okay. So maybe it should be you first. All right. <laughs> you dive it back, back yeah. in. I was, yeah, I think, I was, yeah, what, what, I was going to grab him and first. pull him back in. Yeah. Slickly so um, door blows off, step out. Time for adventure, shit! Uh, you can, uh, uh, <laughs> adventure! Uh, once per oh, round, adventure. you can uh, use your dice to assist another player as well and, uh, uh, and, and join in, but then that's. Uh, you know, you're, you're joining yeah. in on that role and, and, and in a tense. I, I assume I would have been right behind Schofield as he was going out. And as soon as I'm aware that they're throwing rocks at, at him, I, I kind of want to pull him back in if I can. Do you I mean, sense they're angry sure. at us? I mean, that, at that point, that's just a matter of I if, if, if uh, Connell wants to... Um, I sense things. danger, Captain. Thanks. If Connell wants to uh, Commander consent obvious. to that, I, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, you know what? Sure. I'll, I'll let you pull me back into cover. I'm not going to stand out there and make an idiot of myself and get shot. Uh, by oh, rocks. Uh, you can spend... <laughs> <Shot by> rocks. <laughs> I've been shot! By hit by a rock. <laughs> Let me show you all how to negotiate. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Run away! <laughs> I put him back here. So I Let me show him. you how to negotiate. Shoots the guy in the front. Anyone else? <laughs> what about you, goggles? You want a piece? <laughs> so, uh, common conflict minor actions. So these are actions that won't spend up your entire turn. Is you can aim. Uh, you can re-roll a single d20 made on an attack before the start of your next turn. You can declare, I'm, I'm taking aim. You can draw an item, which is picking up an item and getting it ready. You have to let me know, because we're this is, unlike the other tasks we were doing in the last adventure, is a little more micromanaged in terms of actually letting me know what items you're getting ready and preparing. So drawing an item, you can go into your personal effects and get your Mac left. That, in this case, won't be a minor action. It would be a full action because you're going right. to go into your bunk. But you know where it is. Nothing was heavily damaged. Movement is a minor action if you're moving one zone. It would be a full turn to move from the runabout to the tree line, mm. but you can spend a minor action to move from the runabout into the crash site, the, the perimeter around the runabout. So that's, that's your movement. And, uh, and then preparing, you can spend time to set up a task requiring a minor action. Some moves uh, that are like uh, uh, charging phasers on the ship might require a minor action to get the next turn ready in your follow-up round. Oh, yeah. Does this thing have any weapons? I believe the runabout. they're all... Disabled. Front yeah. face. Oh yeah, they're and all then I can disabled. I can hand this table around to you, but Shit. common conflict tasks are spending your determination points, which uh, give you an uh, automatic success. Uh, spending momentum, two momentum from a successful tack task to attempt a second task. If you want to take a second turn in your same turn, you can spend momentum to take another turn. Um, although that turn, that second task will be a higher difficulty because you're. Uh, 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 Exerting yourself. Yeah. Um, you can assist uh, other players, um, uh, uh, attacking, creating advantages. Uh, you can guard, direct other players, which can, um, if you, uh, actions only available to people in authority. I believe you have that, such as commanding officers and designated mission leaders. If you nominate a single other character present, the nominated character may immediately attempt a single task assisted by you, the commanding officer. Okay. Um, uh, but the direct task can only be used once per scene. So once oh, during cool. this combat, you can direct another player to move on your turn. That will not burn up their turn. Huh. They're acting on your orders. Uh, and then uh, you can also just pass. I'm going to pass my turn and see what else happens. Uh, and uh, readying, recovering. Uh, you can spend a whole turn to just recover and get stress back. Uh, and uh, 
sprinting is a, will be a dice roll to move beyond. If you want to like just get from the runabout to beyond the trees, you can choose to sprint out. Just cheese it. And same deal with first aid. Oh my god! Those are those are those are your sort of your common. Those are what's, but uh, the same deal. Like they they, the they don't lay out like these are all your moves available because it's intentionally left to all right, so combine your stats together and just tell me what you, you would what? like to do and we can figure that out. Okay, so um, who, whose whose turn is it? Who's going first? I just pulled you. That's inside. that oh, is that, that is to you the, mm-hmm. to decide. But I was suggesting perhaps it could be Schofield or in this case Haddock wants to go first and pull you into the into and, the runabout and pull me into the into the runabout. <sighs> just I'm just because I have an idea. What is your idea? Um, to because uh, one of my values is diplomacy is uh, always an option. Uh, Good value to have. I want to try uh, diplomacy with my uh, with my phaser. <laughs> <laughs> A little cowboy, cowboy diplomacy. diplomacy. Cowboy <laughs> diplomacy. I'm good at that. Yeah. <laughs> What I, I'm not going to shoot anybody. What I basically wanted to do is uh, use the phaser to draw a line in like uh, curvature <laughs> in front of myself, and then like Just far no further. Like shout at the people in the trees to stop it. <laughs> it's quite enough. All okay, right, well right, that's, that's enough. You're scratching the paint. Okay, that sounds then that you're using your presence and command. If that's okay. Yeah. So that that's a, that's a task there where you're trying to intimidate. Yeah. And you're trying to intimidate them to not move forward. And I'm using um, I'm using my focuses with hand phaser and diplomacy. All right, this will be um, a uh, a difficulty of uh, there. Oh, it's going to be a difficulty of two. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, because these are uh, the, you don't even know if they have the reason necessary to understand. But yeah, no, I have no idea if they're even going to understand Josh? what I'm saying. So, whenever an ally attempts a task using command, mm-hmm. I can spend a momentum. To allow them to use my command score and one of my focuses, such as cowboy diplomacy. So in that Ooh. case, you're right. Uh, you have one momentum to spend. We do. So you can if hand we're that momentum okay back with to spending me. that. Then is that you, yep, I love that. Cool? I love everybody that down? use of that. Everybody down with that? Yep. Everybody so down. you hand that back. So effectively, you're <laughs> using my command score, which is five. Oh, so that's an extra one. An extra one, and you get the focus of cowboy diplomacy. So I got a roll. Also, uh, type two phasers that you have, you'll see on your characters. They have mm-hmm. a one hand and charge, uh, which means you can spend a minor action to charge the phaser for uh, sustained. Like bonus damage like the in the following round. Oh, so you okay. Like, you're getting it ready. Um, uh, the weapon has an adaptable energy supply, allowing the potency to be sealed to different scaled to different levels. The character like performs stun. a preparation minor action before attacking with this weapon. They may add one of the following damage effects to the attack: area, intense, piercing, or vicious. So area, you can like do a wide beam to like stun everyone. Oh um, yeah. But that, so so you get one minor action and one. Yeah. Like dice roll. I'm just gonna try to draw a line in front of us. He's uh, cowboy diplomacying it. He's yeah, making me very proud. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure when you use a focus, what it's doing is now if you roll between one and five, you can create an advantage, or you can, or you gain additional momentum. Yeah. It counts okay. as like a, a critical success. Okay, cool. You get All additional right, so dice when you spend with your when focuses, or with your values. Uh, with your okay, yeah, yeah. When right, you spend yeah, and because I'm this. using his um, his discipline yeah. and value, so I'm gonna roll the three. Are you uh, so? Are you? Do you want to spend a minor action to charge the weapon to do a specific thing? 
I was like, just gonna like like fuck. just gonna draw that line in the ground with the phaser in okay. front of us. Yeah, no, that's fine. Cool. Like like halfway between us and the trees, just like yeah, that, that, that's an intimidation roll. Yeah. Fucking man, social combat. Under 14. Oh, no. shit. So three successes, and one of them I rolled a one. Which is a critical Which success. is a, a yeah, critical two success. Successes or something like that. So yeah, that creates so. an advantage. In this case, the advantage is um, uh, uh, I'm going to create Shaken for the, for the Neanderthals. They're like, never seen this used before <laughs> and they're all ooh, like yeah. magic he draws the line and so he's like they right, don't, that's enough <laughs> they're staying in that zone they're not rushing in to attack melee are but they still throwing fucking rocks at me they're still throwing fucking rocks oh, at you they better <laughs> stop that <laughs> but, but you, you've, you've, you, you have frozen them in their tracks. They're, they're, they're afraid to go towards the ship, but they're afraid of you so they're still throwing crap at you and uh, they uh what is your um, son of a bitch? Your, <laughs> do, do, did I write down a resist? No, not a resistance. Um, uh, what? What? What stat are we looking at? Uh, I'm looking Injuries, at fitness, weapons, talents, fitness and security. Uh, is really low. They'll, yeah, they don't. They both miss. Okay. Um, so they uh, the rocks are being thrown against the runabout, but none of them get aimed. Okay. Uh, so they uh, they're just aimlessly throwing more rocks yeah, at us. So the 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 the. Uh, uh, but what, uh, they could have had uh, one of them if they, they'd gotten real. It could have been a knockdown. Like you get hit with a big one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, shit. so that's uh, that's one. That's one of them. Go. So so we got the other four uh, uh, players uh, here. Um, you've got you got the captains out there. Fires the phaser. They've all standing back, but you still got five Neanderthals outside the ship. I tried to shout enough as well when I was doing that, like mm-hmm. stop it yep. kind of thing. Yep. Stop, it, stop it! Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Yep. Yep. And have the, the, do any of them seem to respond to that though? Like, they all know. Like, oh, they stop shrieking, but they're still like they're they're getting the they're afraid, but they're intimidated. In the, still in the fucking trees, throwing goddamn rocks. So the uh, <laughs> who 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 wants to go here? We got four other people. Gibbering goddamn natives. Uh, yeah, I have something I'd like to do. All right, Fuck. go ahead, Rempel. Just um, I don't know if I can do this observing from a distance. Like I, I want to try to assess. Does it look like this is some sort of de- de- devolution of these people, or have these people has this, have these people actually taken? You, these, uh, taken you, as, as I said, you're not going to be able to scan through the walls of the runabout. But if you get outside, you can spend the minor action to move into the zone outside. You can. I'll let you get out your tricorder and do a scan. And okay, that would be science and reason. But you have to come outside to where they're throwing rocks at us. Yeah, you'll have to give up your cover. How much? Yeah, uh, okay. How much distance between us and them? Uh, there, there. It's uh, zones in the game are a little arbitrary, but the distance is. Uh, I mean, we got the uh, runabout is zone one. Uh, can I can I run up and punch one in the face, or is it? They're two zones away, move. so you'll have to spend a sprint <laughs> move to enter into that zone. Um, to get within what's called reach distance. I understand. Uh, so that's uh, they're two zones away, and because of, of of the captain's actions, they're not coming closer. So they're not going to run towards you anymore. So you'll yeah. have to go to them. Uh, that said, Uh-oh. you all have ranged attacks uh, that 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 can get that, or you can do other things to continue to intimidate them. I understand. Unless unless the captain's specifically telling us to stay in the ship. You are. Uh, I, I will absolutely. You're the you're the doctor. You got a medical tricorder, uh, Rempel. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with you using uh, your your tricorder to try and get a scan uh, from inside the runabout. Totally possible. It's just going to increase the difficulty. So you're going to. Um, 
Uh, I'll step again. I'll step outside. Is like unless the captain sp is specifically telling us to stay inside. No, nope. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> no, I'm too busy captain? shooting at natives. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have that much cover inside the runabout. This isn't a tank. I mean, if they want to, they'll rip the hull off and come inside. So you're not safe inside the runabout. You you all can get hit inside the runabout uh, if a, if the rocks start coming through. Uh, like some of these things are big, and the runabout's quite damaged. So you you're only getting partial cover inside this runabout. Um, okay. So yeah. I'll I'll step outside and I will roll. Oh, what is this? What would this be? Um, was it reason? Re, would this be reason and science or reason and medicine? With the uh, for the using my medical tracker. Uh, reason and science. Uh, reason. Well, w uh, I would let you use your medical stack because you're using a medical tricorder. Yeah. Okay. okay so well, what are those two numbers using... added together? Reason okay, and I'm, medicine. Am I rolling two dice? For yep. This? What is reason mm -hmm. and medicine added together? Reason, medicine. Okay, so that'd be fourteen for me. Cool. So roll two um, d20s, and your number to beat is fourteen. Okay. Um, do I? I can apply focuses to this. Or? If you apply focuses, it will increase your critical success rate, like your your okay. range, your critical success range. I, uh, metaphysics. I have neurochemistry, psychiatry, metaphysics, and I don't think galactic politics. Um, neurochemistry might help. I mean, it's it's a medical focus, mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll I'll allow it. Uh, so your medicine is at five, correct? Yes. So your critical range is now one to five, and you're rolling under okay. fifteen, right, or fourteen? And I'm rolling two dice. You're rolling two dice. Okay, let's see what I get. Uh, fifteen and a thirteen, so I got a thirteen. One success. Okay, so you got one. You only got one success, and the yeah. difficulty was two. So you didn't get enough successes to get the scan through the walls. So uh, the uh, and and you don't have any momentum to spend. You can purchase another dice to roll by giving me threat. Um, but I would say, or did you go out? You he went said out, he went outside. You went outside. Went outside. Oh, okay, all right, fine. You got you got the one difficulty. Then you got your success. Um, you, you're you're scanning the information. The 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 tricorder is going to give you uh, information the next round. Uh, so you've got okay. you you did succeed. You're going to get information, and I will tell it to you. Um, I'm gonna you got a momentum spin. I'm gonna put on my board so I don't forget, and I will give you the answer on your next turn. Uh, I have uh, three more players. We got to get through. Um, using my um, empathy, my empath trait, talent, uh, am I able to sense if there is a leader among this group? Like, is there one that they are You don't even about? need to roll for that. It's the person holding the phaser. I thought it might be. I would like to step out, specifically in front of the captain, because, you know, he's the captain. And uh, that's be what's in not a great captain. Shouldn't be in danger. Yeah, yeah I don't know him that well yet. That's I'm fair. <laughs> As uh, my training right. tells me that higher rank no, officers this, are this, more the, the emergency hatch that blew out is wide enough for people to pass. Like you're not blocking the door, yeah, Schofield. No. Like everyone I'm can get out. You blew I'm out the wall. Out. I'm standing in front of Schofield, and I am on stun, taking down their leader. Cool. So that's a uh, 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 security. Oh, and no, wait, diplomacy. <laughs> that's what we should have done. <laughs> security. First. That's Cowboy the, diplomacy. That would be security and control for the rest of them that are still standing. That's security and control <laughs> for a ranged attack. Um, oh, here we go. And are you moving out into the middle range? Can I? Yeah. S and still be between them and the captain? Yeah, that would put you yeah. between you and the captain. All right. Uh, yes. All right, so then roll control and security. But not past the line he drew. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, but that still puts you into the middle zone. Mm -hmm. Is this not a daring and security thing? Huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it is. Um, 
And and does my cowboy diplomacy count for this? Yeah, it does. Okay, so I'm rolling two dice, right? Yep. And daring plus security. Yep. All right. Well, that's not good. Oh, oh. no. Were they both? I got a natural com- twenty. That's a complication. That's, that's a complication. But the other one is a six, so, which is below my fourteen. Okay. So you, your daring does kick in, and you do. Uh, 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 you don't stun the leader. Oh, you no. stun one of the other. Four, uh, but the complication is you got close enough that the leader saw how it works. Oof. That's oh, a, that's how the things work. Because now he's watched two different people use the phaser that he's holding in his hand, and he's like, Ugh, and he starts to take well, aim. Uh, Prime directive, guy. now we have to kill him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows how it works. And, oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, God. oh, and I rolled a natural one. Uh, uh, so... Oop. You get um uh what is uh, the uh, the uh, it says here the damage rating is um uh it's one four so it's a four uh I get to I'm gonna be rolling four of these here cool so he rolls uh, the, he sees what happens it creates the complication of oh that's how this it. works and he points it at it and 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 just hits the trigger on the phaser oh, and no. uh, aiming at Haddock. And uh, one and two are values, three and four are blanks, and five and sixes are effects. And I just rolled three sixes. So there's three... So you just got three points of phaser damage uh, shot at you. Um, It's not set to kill, but it's not set to stun. And uh, and it burns. Set to maim. It 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 it, it, it hits you in the center mass, and you, you get shot. So mark off three points of stress... And uh, you've taken um, a, a, a direct a, a phaser blast, so you're going to have a minus one complication on your next move, uh, uh, like a trait of, you know, you, you've been shot. Center mass, uh, god damn it! You've been I stunned. You can just put shot. down stunned. Yeah, okay. that makes sense, too. So, the, uh, uh, <laughs> the, so two, two, more, uh, two more players. Uh, I'm going to shoot it, uh, take aim, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Try and stun the... So when you take aim, you can re-roll a single d20 if it doesn't work out for you now. It's out that you've declared aim. Okay. So you're, you're like at the door, but you're taking cover behind the door, and you're like, you know, yeah, being no, a proper being soldier. Cur- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not like leaping up, <laughs> and then using your face like it's a fencing sword. Yeah. So, That's what I did, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, the two cowboys out front getting shot, you're actually, <laughs> so, you know, being smart. <laughs> So, go ahead, uh, Armstrong. Uh, go ahead. It's a, uh, a control security for firing a phaser. Control security. All right. So, i got to get under 12, and I can re-roll. You can re-roll one of them because you've uh, done aim. This die is going in. And did you have phasers as box, one of your focuses? Uh, no. No? Okay, that's fine. Well, somebody uh, I have, did. I, a, I have a type was. 1 hand phaser, though. Uh... Yeah, no, you're not. You're you're a senior staff. I'm gonna give you a type. It's the same damage rating, anyways. Type okay. one just means it's hidden. It's his older sheet, so I imagine we we got you a type two. Oh, cool! It's almost like a promotion. Big yeah. boy now. It's almost. Like <laughs> <a promotion>. <laughs> <laughs> Reroll that nineteen. Oh god, <laughs> eleven. Oh, just under. Okay, so you got you got Fuck. you got one success. <laughs> you uh, you stun one of the other. So two have been stunned. And uh, uh, two remain with the clubs and rocks, and the leader in the front it does a shot into the sky, and um, the uh, the the uh, we just got rocks. I've only got rocks to to fire, so it's uh, 
Uh, another Stop one. Stop rolling ones. Another one. Uh, uh, and someone rolls a rock at uh, Schofield. Take a point. He's, of, he's right in front right of me, though. though. Were you right in front? Okay, he's then front you take another though. rock. You take a, yeah. uh, another rock to you. <laughs> And that's going to be um, one one other point of stress. <laughs> he was like that. Come on, Captain, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, uh, last one left is uh, Bo. He's not even my captain. He's There's just a consequence for being a brown noser. I know that the wall got blown out. Is it possible that there's a big enough sheet of it that I could use as a shield? Oh, no, right. No? It, it got cool. blown out. Blown out. It's All down right. in the, the wreckage. Can I use, uh, is there a seat or something that I could, or a panel, or there's no shield? Uh, I mean, incident, yeah, maybe. you'll be able to yeah. break off something to use as cover, like a piece of a chair or, or something from a panel inside, but it will take a full turn um, to, to, to pull that. So that would be... All right. I, I, but I would let I would let you do that. But it would be preparing for the yeah. next round. Uh, you know, so that's in the back of my mind. And meanwhile, my uh, my um, jump into danger before I think about it uh, kicks in. So I'm going to also aim and uh, and shoot at the leader. Okay. Because I think he's just tried to call in the cavalry. Okay. Uh, I'm uh, going against a ten because I am not uh, security. I have a complication oh, and I shit. did not succeed at all. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Who did I shoot in the back? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> did you perhaps take aim right before you fired? Yeah, you didn't spend a minor aim, action. So you took I said I took aim. Re roll the 20. A one. Oh! <laughs> Also sounded like a Twitter notification. So go ahead here. Roll these four dice. Those are your four damage dice. Uh, Threes are blanks. Threes are blanks. Five is an effect. So you don't deal damage, which would be the one or two would be the damage uh, values. But the five is an effect. So you do um, stun uh, the the, the leader that you hit. And and they... They just they they drop the phaser <laughs> that they're holding. Oh, good! And 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 fall back as as they've been hit with a with a with a with a phaser set on stun. Um, and uh, there's one left standing, uh, and uh, they're going to throw a rock at <laughs> the only person who's standing there. But they roll uh, a 19 and a 16. None of those are going to work. So they like toss a rock, drop their club, and run. Oh, really? Cowboy diplomacy at work. <laughs> at this point, uh, Rempel, your medical tricorder has completed its scan because this all happened in seconds. Uh, you have three Neanderthals that have been stunned and are, are lying temporarily unconscious on the ground. And then you see on your scanner, this is where we're going to end this episode, uh, Volsar, you look at uh, your medical tricorder and they're human. Dun, dun, dun. Shit. And we'll join next time here on the Mystery of Xerxes 4 as the storms continue to move in. And as you're looking at the wreckage site and you stand out and they've run off, you see they're up on the distance, up on a mountain range there, uh, uh, several kilometers away, the flashing light of the science station. Uh, oh, the one that which was is in distress. At least, like, like it's, it's several kilometers through heavy terrain. Uh, but that is, uh, the, the, the runabout is trashed. Uh, you don't have the materials to repair it. They will have materials at the station. You'll be able to respond to the distress skull, and you've got human Neanderthals running around on this alien Federation world in tattered Federation outfits. Uh, and we'll come back next week to find out what's happening here on Xerxes 4 uh, with the uh, 
crew of the Horizon Wrecked Runabout of the Humber uh, uh, here on Terrible Warriors. I'm your Game Master, Justin Eacock, with my players here around my table. Velvet Duke of the Improv Dandies. Uh, Dr. Terawatt. Uh, uh, Brett Morris of the Showhole Podcast. And Joshua Barber. And uh, here on Discord, our Patreon supporter. Uh, Andrew Rumpole, a.k.a. Bullsar. Rumpole. Uh, and we'll see you uh, on the next episode here on Star Trek Adventures, uh, the rescue at Xerxes 4. The Terrible Warriors continue to play Star Trek Adventures every Sunday as we play through the Living Campaign. For more information on Star Trek Adventures and the Living Campaign, visit modifius.com. And during the week, the Terrible Warriors are still playing their one-shot games every Tuesday and Thursday. For an accurate list of our schedule, visit terriblewarriors.com. If you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Not only will you get access to exclusive debrief episodes that only Patreon supporters get to hear, but you may also be mentioned in a game as our NPCs, locations we've gone to, name of the ships we blow up, and of course, you could join us right here at the table as our special guest. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors, and we'll be back next week and every week as we continue to play Star Trek Adventures every Sunday, right here on The Terrible Warriors.